welcome to the Sound and Marketing Podcast. Today, we have two great guests from the Studio Resonate team at Pandora. Mia Kinzaki, Associate Creative Director, and Brian Ostreicher, Senior Manager of Sonic Strategy, to share a little bit about a recent campaign they did with Dove. But before we get into that, I wanted to let you know about a course I've put together on sound's power and influence in marketing. If you've been listening to the podcast even for a little while, then you know that sound is my obsession. But it's also my training. I am a sonic brander and I'm committed to creating, consulting, and educating brands and companies on the power of sound in marketing. This course helps deconstruct sound's true nature by stepping back before recorded sound, as well as flash forwarding to today to see why sound is so fundamentally us. We need to be paying closer attention to what our brand sounds like. We all make sound. It's important to make sound on purpose. To sign up today, go to soundinmarketing.com. My goal is that you'll be able to take this information and begin applying it to your brand or company. And if you need further help, I also consult. Now on to our interview. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Gina. We're really excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's no surprise that I love you guys because I just realized that I have had somebody from Pandora on every season of my show. Awesome. Nice. So you guys are representing season three. So congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for being a fan. Excellent. I love what you guys are doing. And specifically, the reason I asked you guys here today is for your project that you did with Dove. I believe it was at the end of last year. Um, yes, it was towards the fallish, I think, of last year, 2020. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For those listening, this campaign was for Dove, and it had to do with the Dove Tropical Moods Sound Escape that Studio Resonate put together. The campaign was created by Ali Charlesworth, a project manager, Alberto Santiago Deda, multicultural creative director, Evelyn Overall, senior designer, Maya Passmore, copywriter, as well as with my two guests today, Brian Ostreicher and Mia Kinzaki. The reason that I really, really liked it was that looking at it, you guys really connected with about four of the five senses. And I have been dying to find projects that actually do this sort of thing, like get so close to a, a, a fully sensorial experience. And it's just fascinating the way that you guys came about this. And um, I just, I really wanted the, the, the audience to listen to your story and how this came about. And can you kind of just walk us through how this partnership came about? If Dove had some pain points and intentions? Sure. Yeah. I'd be happy to do that. We've always been really interested in working with Dove because of their purpose-driven campaigns. We have really a lot of admiration and respect for all the work that they do in terms of like, you know, empowering females, um, changing perception of beauty, um, you know, just all the great work. So they've always been a brand we've had our eye on and like, what can we do, you know, as Studio Resonate and Audio First Creative Consultancy, we, you know, really look at opportunities to help brands um, do really unique and special things with audio specifically. So we're, you know, we're like thinking, ideating, what can we do with Dove um, for audio? So um, this opportunity came up. We knew that, you know, we, we actually did some proactive work with them, conversations about like, you know, what a perfect way to, um, for a brand that evangelizes the fact that beauty is not all visual, 
you know, what a perfect match for an audio campaign. Um, so we had worked with them actually pre-COVID on an idea. And then that ended up, you know, I mean, everything just kind of <laughs> halted. <laughs> they switched, kind of switched gears, but then they, you know, eventually came back and we learned that they were, wanted to focus on this mango um mango product, uh, body wash and, you know, different like bath and body products. And they wanted to also to target to um, black and Latinx female audiences. So we were like, okay, this is cool. You know, what can we do? That's a, a great idea for audio specifically for this product and for this target audience. So the idea definitely for the soundscape was inspired by um, Steve Keller, our sonic strategy director's research and work um, about multi-sensory, you know, advertising. Um, and, you know, the idea definitely was just about channeling, like you said, all those different dimensions of the senses. Um, so, you know, we thought, how cool would it be to connect scent, sound, touch, you know, with the shower bath experience? as well as, you know, a little bit of visual, you know, while you're meditating, that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, Maya came up, she, I remember that moment when we were just talking about it and she's just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is what we need to do, you know? And she's like, let's do like a guided meditation. And we knew that also Dove with this product during COVID wanted to transport um, people to paradise so we knew with that with this mango product that Dove wanted one of their goals was to transport people during COVID to a better place, a tropical island, a tropical getaway, which we weren't able to do at the time. So that's where you know where the idea came from to build this soundscape. Soundscape actually was ended up being the title to you know where the listener could listen to a meditation, take a bath, listen to tropical music, and, you know, just be float away, <laughs> float away into, you know, this wonderful, happy place. <laughs> so, yeah, so then we put together um, a pitch, got on a call with them, presented to them, and they loved it and were on board. Yeah, what was really interesting about it was it was a proactive pitch. And, um, you know, so the idea came from us, from Studio Resonate. And it was, as far as pain points were concerned, I I don't think we really ran into too much other than there was a little bit of changeover at Dove um, for people who were actually approving the project. But it was this pretty, pretty seamless collaboration. So they really, they really trusted you guys to come up with a project or come up with a solution for this. This is wonderful. And I didn't even make the connection between soundscape and sound escape. I love it. It's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any results for it thus far? Like have, I mean, I'm sure that you have uh, Dove's opinion on what they thought of the project, but do they have any reports back from the consumer? Fortunately, like you mentioned, we were able to get some um, press, you know, out of it, um, earned media, some, you know, blog posts and articles, which was great. Um, and then I did pull some stats since I knew we were going to be talking. And uh, so 1.4 million, million uniques reached um, with the traffic driving media. And then we had about 7,000 listener, unique listeners, and then 23,000 
uh, over 23,000 total minutes listened. So, so this was pulled actually in December, so probably more now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then it probably had only been running for a couple of months at that point. Yeah. Yeah. A few months. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, I can definitely see like trying to escape somewhere else because the four walls in my apartment have gotten <laughs> very small this past year. <laughs> I know that you have a process and I don't want you to give away, you know, your secrets and all that stuff. But was the intention to 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 touch on so many sensory points? Because I even think smell is associated because Usually bath things are smelly. So I was kind of assuming that it had a smell, maybe a mango smell or something like that. So the fact that you got everything except for taste, which maybe taste in, is involved if you accidentally swallowed some of it. But <laughs> uh, yeah, don't disclaimer, probably don't try to eat it. Probably don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> but was that the original intention or did it just kind of work out that way? Yes, for sure. It was definitely something that Maya had, you know, Sue's watching like TED Talks by Steve and you know we we also collaborate with him a lot and work with him a lot it was definitely inspired by his work um, to do this multi-sensory and the fact that it's an opportunity for a brand to do something really different too it's not very common you know for brands to create this multi-sensory experience for the listener you know we serve advertising or you know we make content but for something to give the the consumer something that they can actually experience with the product that taps into so many senses you know so many like dimensions um we are really excited and this is also what dev was always looking for from us as well is like how do we do something that's like just breaks the mold is like different from anything else that's what we want to hear about that's what we're interested in yeah, I'll add to that, uh, Mia. The um, the other idea um, that we all came up with, or Maya um, actually came up with the initial idea, which was to experience this in the bath with the Dove product and the length of the soundscape. We tried to keep it to the average length of a bath, so that uh, the listener can experience the whole sound escape in um, hopefully one sitting and just in a relaxing environment. Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're not going to be in there for an hour and a half. I don't recommend that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm really sad that the other Maya couldn't join us because this sounds like a wonderful concept that she came up with. Is this uh, potentially leading to any other partnerships that you'd be working with Dove or maybe another, uh, and you don't have to name names, but another company that might be interested in more multisensory perceptions and experiences? Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, a creative lead for the Unilever, which is like the parent company. (laughs) Yeah, parent company. (laughs) We'd love to go back to them. What we actually, what we created, we could create like another chapter if they were interested in that, you know, for a different scent or something. Or, you know, yeah, there's lots of opportunities with, um, they have a lot of ice cream brands, you know, if there's something, um, you know, I won't, I don't want to give things away, but, (laughs) um, something to listen to while you're eating ice cream. I guess I just gave it away, (laughs) but I won't tell you what, what the idea is for the thing you're listening to. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're always, we're so grateful also to have Steve Keller on the team and, you know, to have his expertise and have him be able to, um, come up with ideas, bounce things off of him with all of his, deep, deep knowledge, um, and, you know, around science and sound. 
we're always like looking for those types of ideas. Yeah, and, and speaking of Steve uh, Keller, um, bouncing ideas off of him, we ha- we had another idea that we couldn't um, bring to the finish line due to time and um, all that fun stuff. But um, you know, another idea was use the soundscape without the guide, so people could just use theater of the mind and just experience, um, kind of settle in with all their senses. Maybe once after they had the uh, guided experience, they could kind of um, let their imagination go wild. So that's that's another kind of thing we might be able to do in the future. Yeah, that's a great point, Brian. One of the things we like to think about in terms of theater of the mind is how it's just so powerful. And I'm sure you understand this, Gina, but um, in terms of tapping into the individual's like personal memories. And so the experience, you know, in this case, we had a guided meditation, which was a very cool experience. But also, you know, if there isn't that guided piece of it, what would the listener's imagination end up doing? You know, that that could be really interesting too. You know, maybe it would take them to, instead of Jamaica, it would take them to Hawaii or something like that. And, you know, instead of um, middle of the day, it'd be sunset or, you know, there's just a lot of interesting things to think about if it was just the sound design and the music and like what kind of stories would the listener create? That's true. Um, the The idea of tropical could be different from everyone, like depending on which ocean you consider tropical. <laughs> so definitely. Uh, I I think also this is really fun because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe that Dove actually has sonic branding per se. However, I really feel like, like you were saying at the beginning, Mia, uh, I'm a big fan of Dove also and how just like genuine they are. And I remember their campaign, gosh, it was something where it was like this big warehouse and um, a girl would come in and there'd be an artist turned around and he says, describe yourself. I love that campaign. I love it. And so for those of you that haven't heard this, um, there's an artist and he's turned around. He doesn't see the person that's coming in and a woman comes down and sits down. And the artist is, I believe, like a, what's it called? Um the police. So they do like, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what portraits for, portraits um, for like identifying people or something like that. So they're, yeah. they're professional at understanding like context of that. Anyways. So then the, the woman will describe herself and she always falls short of what she actually looks like. Cause it's all her own perception of, of who she is. And then a loved one of that person comes in right afterwards and describes the person that was just in there. And, uh, then the woman will see the two pictures, the one that she described to this artist and the picture that her loved one described her of. And it's just, oh, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Very so anyways, powerful. all that to be said, um, they're very genuine. And I feel that uh, somehow this like sensorial holistic experience is really cool because um, they're not trying to tap into everyone. You know, like it's it's a playlist that probably is a little bit customizable um, for whoever it is. And if it does become even more customizable, like we were talking about the different tropical experiences, then um, my brain will take it somewhere different than Mia's will and Brian's. And um, you can have a really cool experience that is all yours. And that's just, I love that. That's beautiful. 
yeah, this is a great conversation. We can think about more and <laughs> bring to them, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have lots of ideas. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear the conclusion of our interview, where Brian and Mia get into some of the highly encouraging work that is being done within Pandora, namely Stand for Sonic Diversity. You can find the Sound and Marketing Podcast on all the major podcast channels, so don't forget to share it with your friends, follow, and rate it. More people should know about this stuff. I know you know that now. For any other inquiries, you can find me at Dreamer Productions. That's D-R-E-A-M-R productions.com, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also email me at Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A, at dreamerproductions.com. All links will be provided in the show notes. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand.